I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here's your host, Ben Dieter. We are excited as baseball gets closer to being played for real. Welcome to the podcast, heard almost everywhere there are podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and share so we can grow the podcast. Also, be sure to check out the all-new shop at therangerreport.com slash shop. We're especially proud to debut our 60 is better than zero shirt, and we have committed to donating 75% of the profit from that shirt sale to the Rangers Foundation. All right, Joey Gallo has returned. He returned on Friday. He said it was really tough for him to be away, and he's not sure how he came in contact with the virus in the first place. I think we're going to hear a lot of this during this season. People are carrying and don't have any clue that they are. It's going to cause problems, I really believe that. But what can be done to prevent it? Well, if I knew that, I wouldn't be doing a podcast. I'd be solving the world's problems, right? Time will only tell if I'm right or if I'm wrong. But a large majority of any team getting struck with this thing would be very bad for the 60-game season. The Rangers have been playing inter-squad games, and the pitching has been very good for the most part. Also, Rugnit Odor, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, and Danny Santana have been doing some great things at the plate. We'll discuss that a little more in our Top 10 segment later on in this episode. The Rangers are also selling cardboard cutouts of fans that are willing to donate $50 to the Rangers Foundation, and the team will be donating that money to wherever the foundation needs to be putting that money, and you will get the cardboard cutout at the end of the season. So if that's something you can afford or something that you're interested in doing, you should most definitely do that. All right, on a personal note, I would like to thank you all for helping to grow the podcast and for helping me make this podcast possible through our Patreon support and through the new apparel store on our website. It helps me to pass the time and have fun doing it, even though I am I am having some health issues. Nothing major, but I would be more down about what's going on in my life if I wasn't doing this podcast. I really love talking about baseball, and I'm glad you all like listening to me talk about baseball, or at least I hope you do. There really are some great Rangers podcasts out there, and I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this one. After a short break, we are going to look at the Angels and the athletics and how we expect them to be in the 2020 season. You're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? 
How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. Alright, welcome back. Let's take a look this week at some of the Rangers' competitors that they will be playing against in the 2020 season. The, of course, shortened 2020 season, as we've talked about several times this year already. We all know that, right? The first team I wanted to take a look at was the Angels. Now, the Angels have high hopes for 2020 after a busy offseason saw them hire of course Joe Madden everybody knows Joe Madden from Tampa Bay and uh, from the Cubs right so they hired Joe Madden as their new manager and then they made a huge splash by signing third baseman Anthony Rendon to a seven-year 245 million dollar contract yes you did hear that correct seven-year 245 million dollars I'll just let that sink in for a second. Okay. It's clear that their owner, Artie Moreno, has his sights set on the postseason this year as he brought back Madden to the organization as a manager and opened a checkbook to sign Anthony Rendon. It's also an important year for general manager Billy Epler, who is in the last year of a contract and hasn't received an extension yet. Now, the Angels have made the postseason just once, since Trout joined the club in 2011, and they were swept out by the Royals in 2014 in the American League Division Series. So at this point, even making a wild card appearance would represent a huge step forward for the Angels. They lost 90 games last season, and that's the first time they've lost that many games since 1999. I know everyone expected a lot more from the Angels last year. They just did not follow through, and they did not have a very good season. Now, the Angels have a very potent offense. Kind of reminds me of how the Rangers tried to win in the early 2000s with a lot of hitting. Um, With the addition of Rendon, the Angels should have one of the better offenses in the American League West. It'll be powered by Trout. Rendon, and of course, Chantel Ontani. They're also counting on guys like David Fletcher and Tommy LaStella, hoping they can build off their breakout campaigns last year. Now, they still have Justin Upton, and he needs to prove that he can be healthy and productive, but he may have a better chance in a 60-game season than he did in a 162-game season. Also, Albert Pujols is entering his 20th season in Major Leagues, guys. Can you believe that? That is his 20th season coming up, and of course, again, shortened season. But he's going to be the primary first baseman still going forward in 2020. 
and can he stay healthy? I know he's had issues through the years, and he's been in the major leagues for a very long time, but he is still a dangerous hitter, and he is still a dangerous player until it's proven otherwise by the fact that he can't play anymore, and I didn't see any evidence of that last year. All right, the Halos are going to have to hope that they have enough pitching. Their rotation is either the worst or the second worst statistically in the West, right? I think maybe Seattle, but we'll talk about that next week. Maybe Seattle's might be worse, but Oakland's is better, Houston's is better, and the Rangers is better than the Angels. So their rotation is not all that good. I think that the Angels will probably sneak in and finish either third or fourth in the division. We'll see. Um... It just depends on how a lot of things plays out. It depends on health. But if everybody stays healthy, I see the Angels finishing third or fourth in the division. All right, let's look at the 2020 Oakland Athletics. Guys, last year, I don't know if you remember, but the Athletics went 97-65 and and didn't make the postseason. They, they had a one-game playoff against Tampa Bay to get into the postseason, and Tampa Bay won that game, knocking the A's out of playoff contention. Since 2000, Oakland has made the playoffs 10 times, but reached the American League Championship Series only once in 2006. Its last World Series win came in 1989. Under current manager Bob Melvin, Oakland has reached the playoff in five of his eight seasons. All right, now on the offensive side of the ball, Oakland will count on the trio of third baseman and budding superstar Matt Chapman, who last year hit 249 with 36 homers and 91 RBI, shortstop and leadoff hitter Marcus Simeon, who last year hit 285 with 33 homers and 92 RBI, and power-hitting first baseman Matt Olson, who last year was 267 with 36 homers and 91 RBI. So right there, you've got over 100 home runs between those three guys right there. That is some power, you guys. Oakland's starting rotation is deep, very deep, talented, and has major upside, especially if Manassas stays healthy and Lazardo and Puck can pitch to their reputations. Fangrass projected Oakland going 32-28, and 28, which I think will put them either second or third in the American League West. So Oakland has the pitching that the Angels do not have, and that's why, in my opinion, I believe they will finish above the Angels and above Seattle um, and possibly above the Rangers. We'll have to see. But So Oakland not looking bad at all, guys. And every year under Bob Melvin and Billy Bean, they have looked pretty good. So it ought to be... An interesting 60-game set with the Oakland Athletics this year. And, of course, the Rangers will play them 10 different times. So that is a look at Oakland and the Angels. Next week, we'll take a look at the Astros and at Seattle. And we'll, of course, talk about the season that will be starting after next week, which I obviously can't wait. We are 12 days away, I believe, from baseball in Arlington. So really looking forward to that. So uh, coming up next... We're going to do one of my favorite segments of each week. We will look at the Rangers' top 10, and that'll be coming up right after this. Welcome back. All right, on this week's episode, I thought we would talk about the top 10 things 
to be excited about so far in Rangers Summer Camp or Spring Training 2.0 or whatever we decide to call this thing by the time it's all said and done. I think the Rangers are going with Summer Camp, so I guess we'll go with that. These are the top 10 things that I've noticed that we can be excited about so far in the way that uh, Summer Camp has gone. Top 10. Number 10. All right, number 10, the return of Joey Gallo. Of course, we were all waiting on this. We were all hoping that he would come back at some point healthy and ready to go, and he has. Um, Joey Gallo is looking good in camp. He looks like he is rested and ready to go. He looks like he is prepared. He looks like his swing is there. Ought to be great. So the number 10 thing, of course, that we enjoy is the return of one Joey Gallo, someone that we knew would be very vital to how the Rangers did this season. Number 9. All right, number nine, if you've been watching it all on Facebook or Twitter or where they've been posting some of the uh, action that's been happening on the field, you probably saw Miner and Kluber go against each other the other day, and they pitched really, really well against each other. And then you probably saw Lance Lynn get angry at a giving up a hit, which shows his passion and him being ready for baseball. I'll tell you what, Kluber, Miner, and Lynn look like they are. And if they can pitch at the level they look like they are ready to pitch during the season, watch out other teams. The Rangers are going to be tough to beat if they have guys who can throw the ball like Miner, Lynn, and Kluber are throwing the ball right now. Ought to be really good and really exciting. I look forward to seeing how it goes down once the season actually starts. Number eight. All right, number eight, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa has been hitting the cover off of the ball playing some really good baseball looking really good out there he's someone that we wanted to see do well Uh, i really enjoyed watching him the last few seasons i saw him in frisco before that and he's someone that we really want to see be successful and i think if he keeps playing like he's been playing so far in this uh summer camp watch out the rest of baseball he is going to be tough to put down Uh, he's going to be tough to get out and he's playing some really good defense on top of it so i'm excited about watching isaiah kind of Falefa in the 2020 season. Number seven. The Rangers are out there and they seem to be having a really good time and that is super important. You look at teams that are all business. You look at teams that don't take time to have fun. You look at teams that really uh, are all business, don't seem like they're enjoying what they're doing. But when you watch the Rangers, you see a group of guys that really like to be around each other and that really enjoy what they're doing. And I know in 2010 and 2011, that was a huge part of the two Rangers World Series teams. So I'm hoping that that carries over this year into exciting excitement on the field, fun on the field, and an opportunity just to go out there and play ball, right? Go out there and have a good time about playing ball, going out there and have a good time uh, about all that stuff. I hope that this is telling us that that's the type of team that the Rangers are going to be in 2020. Uh, That would be really nice if it was. Number five. All right, number five, no Ranger has opted out yet. No Ranger has said that he is not going to play in the 2020 season. Very nice to see. You know, you've got a group of people you definitely wouldn't want to miss. And we've already had a few out because of COVID but are back in. But no one has said that they are going to skip the 2020 season. And there are a lot of guys around the league right now who are opting out. And I'm not saying anything about them. Some of them have fantastic reasons. They have kids on the way. They have sick, you know, family members, other things that they need to deal with. And that is perfectly fine. I'm just glad that the Rangers have not gotten to the point where they have anyone opting out of the season yet so it looks like 
at this point, of course, we still have 12 days to go before it really starts. It looks like at this point we are not going to have any Texas Rangers opt out of the 2020 season. And, of course, we've got that 60-man roster, as all teams do. That's a lot of guys right now to uh, work through and see how they're going to play them. And uh, it ought to be fun, but at, at this point, no one has opted out of the 2020 season. Number four. All right, number four. You can have a cardboard cutout of yourself watching the Rangers for 30 home games. That's right. You can have a cardboard cutout of yourself. Sit there and cheer on the Texas Rangers. It only costs you 50 bucks. We talked about this earlier in the show, but it's worth repeating. Only costs you 50 bucks to have your cardboard cutout cheer on the Rangers for their their uh, 30 home games. It ought to be um, fun to watch to see cardboard cutouts of fans all around the league and all around you know baseball. It ought to be really entertaining to see all of these cardboard cutouts being put out in these stadiums that it seems like a lot of teams now are doing this and I'm really glad that the Rangers have jumped on that bandwagon as well uh, really glad that uh, that it should be fun if we can't have fans we may as well have a little bit of fun with it I think it'll be enjoyable to watch uh, the players reactions to seeing a bunch of cardboard cutouts in the stands as they're playing baseball should be highly entertaining for us as the fans um, so that that ought to be really good Number three. Number three, Danny Santana and uh, a few other players that are really settling into their position. Danny Santana in center field has really come into that role and is really looking forward to playing center field during the season. Um, he's started to hit pretty good. Danny Santana was quite a surprise last year when he came up and started playing. No one expected him to turn into the amazing uh, player that he was last year. Incredible. Just nothing like what he did was expected from him. And it was very impressive. Um, I think that uh, if he can repeat that at the plate and then also play a really positive, really good center field, we ought to be looking at a really great season in the outfield uh, with Gallo and uh, with Santana and Chu and whoever else we have going on out there in the outfield ought to be really good. Of course, Solak out there as well. So we'll see how that works out. But, yes, Danny Santana. Number two. Number two, this is kind of personal one, a guy that I really like. This year, Michael Gruber, or Tweet Groobs, if you follow him on Twitter, will be running the music in the ballpark, and we've already heard during batting practice and inter-squad games some of the fun music he's put over the stadium. I think it will make the games more fun when people do actually get to go back and play. I think it'll be, uh, he'll make it a fun experience. He's done a lot of good things at Frisco, and he's a great guy, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun listening to him do that. Number one. All right, and the number one thing I've taken away positive from camp so far this year is no injuries. No one has gotten injured yet while they've been playing baseball against each other, and we've already seen some nasty ones uh, in New York and some other places. So glad to see that the Rangers have been able to play injury-free so far as the season has gone on, or I'm sorry, the summer camp has gone on. I'm glad to see that the Rangers have really – not gotten anyone seriously injured or injured during this no one's pulled a hamstring no one's of course you know knock on whatever i have close by here hopefully it doesn't happen but up to this point we have not seen any kind of injuries happen for the rangers during spring training and that is this week's top 10 this week in rangers history 
All right, let's move on to this week in Rangers history. July 11th, 2006, Michael Young hits the game-winning RBI in the All-Star game, and it also happened to be a triple. Uh, he was celebrated. He won the MVP of the All-Star game, and uh, it was a big moment in his life and a big moment for the Texas Rangers organization to have the guy who wound up hitting the game-winning RBI triple um, in that game. So that was July 11th of 2006, really big moment. All right, this isn't about the Rangers, but it's about a Ranger who became a Ranger later. July 13th, 1973, Nolan Ryan of the California Angels struck out 17 batters and threw his second no-hitter of the year, beating Detroit 6 to nothing. So we all know that uh, Nolan Ryan, amazing. And I thought when I saw this on a list that I had to bring it up, uh, even though he wasn't a Ranger at the time, he threw 6-7 and seven with the Rangers. And in order to get to 6-7, to seven, you have to have 1-5. through five. So it was uh, this week, July 13th. 1973 that Nolan Ryan got his second no-hitter. July 13th, 1995, Pudge Rodriguez smacked two home runs over the Green Monster at Fenway Park to help the Rangers beat the Red Sox 9-8. to And that was really when Pudge started coming into his own and being the kind of player that everyone knew he could be. It was a great game. Uh, that was before their playoff runs, but Pudge was kind of coming into his own, and that was a pretty memorable game in 1995. And last, July 17th, 1978, Doc Medich of the Texas Rangers saved the life of a 61-year-old fan who had a heart attack before the game at Baltimore. Medich, a medical student, administered a heart massage until help arrived and basically saved the man's life. So that's not uh, exactly baseball related, but it's pretty awesome that Don Medich was able to do that for a fan. It's a, uh, it's a pretty amazing story, and I love bringing those kind of things up. It is a lot of fun to talk about. So that is this week in Rangers history. All right, well, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Coming up next week, we'll look at Seattle and Houston, and we'll get you ready for the return of actual games. Again, be sure to check out our Patreon and check out our store, and we look forward to seeing all you guys next week on the Ranger Report Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.